Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then I want you to know that this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I'll help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you're able. Because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hello, and welcome to episode 25 of the Married to Addiction podcast. Today's episode is called, That's Not What I Want to Hear. And let me tell you, this was me. <laughs> this, this entire episode is based around exactly how I felt when my husband was deep in addiction. And so I want you to know that if you relate to some of the things that I say here today, you are not alone. I think that we all go through this, uh, this period when our husbands are alcoholics. But we're going to talk about um, basically just feeling like the advice that you're hearing from myself and others included just won't work for you, or you're just not ready to do it, things along those lines. So if I had listened to this podcast when my husband was deep in addiction, I probably wouldn't have liked it very much. I would have thought um, that, you know, the things that she's saying will never work for me, or I, I can't do that. I, I just can't see myself doing that. That just doesn't seem right. Or that's not applicable to my situation. Or just plain, that doesn't make any sense. Like I remember thinking about that uh, that about detaching specifically. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I detach from this man right now when he needs me so much? He needs my help clearly. So sometimes what will happen, and this happens quite frequently, honestly, is I'll have somebody reach out to me for, um, you know, various reasons, or maybe it's on social media or whatever it is, but I'll give just like a piece of advice to a wife of an alcoholic. And I get back radio silence, just like that is the end of the communication. And I know why. I know because what I'm saying is not what she wants to hear. And I get it because a lot of it was what I didn't want to hear. Most of it, maybe all of it sometimes, was not what I wanted to hear. It was the opposite a lot of times of what I wanted to hear. But now I also know the truth about a lot of things. Now that I'm on the other side of it, having come through, uh, you know, addiction and recovery with my husband. And the bottom line is that I love you, my fellow secret sisters, as I call you. I love you too much to lie to you about this. I know now what works, what doesn't, what's, you know, a wise thing to do, what's not, what's helpful, what's not helpful. I know those things now because now I'm on the other side of it and I can look back and say, wow, if I had done some of those things, yes, it would have changed everything. It would have made a ton of difference, you know, for, for the better. But I understand that a lot of times when you hear some of these things, it feels incredibly uncomfortable. And when we start to to learn and hear that there might be some things to change on our side, it feels what I call bristly. And I'm sure you've heard me, if you've listened to any of the other episodes, you've heard me use that term before because that's the best way that I can describe how it felt to me. 
when I would hear those things. So I would hear somebody say, you know, well, as the wife of an alcoholic, you need to do ABC. And I would think to myself, actually, I don't need to do anything because he is the one that has the addiction and he needs to get it together and he needs to figure it out. And I don't need to change anything because I'm not doing anything wrong. And I don't, I don't want to say that these things are necessarily wrong, you know, using that word because it has such a negative connotation, but there definitely are some better ways to do things. Um, you know, a lot of it just really can end up being harmful. And that's not what I wanted in the long run. I know that's not not what you want in the long run. So this whole thing is not to to place blame or guilt or any of that. It's just to hopefully open your eyes to the fact that not wanting to hear some of this stuff may be because it's exactly what you should be doing. But it feels backwards when you're in the moment, and I get it. I understand that it's uncomfortable. But you know what's more uncomfortable? Being in a situation you can't control and driving yourself absolutely mad trying to control it. Or letting it take you down, too. You know, letting it completely wreck everything about your life and you as a person and and the way that you feel and think and the things that you do and, you know, your mental health and all of that. That's way more uncomfortable. It's way more uncomfortable. Uh, Feeling miserable and hopeless day after day. Way more uncomfortable. So I know that sometimes you may hear my words and the things that I suggest on the podcast and, you know, the the things that I encourage you to do or encourage you not to do. And I know that you may think that it's ridiculous and you may disregard them. And I understand because I was you. I was all of the things that I heard sometimes just seemed so backwards. Excuse me. But my prayer is that if that's how you have been feeling when listening to this podcast or even, you know, hearing other things that people recommend along the same lines, my prayer is that you'll come back to these episodes eventually. Or better yet, that you'll decide or even consider that God is putting me in your ears right now for a reason. And that he might just want you to take what I'm saying to heart. He may have brought you here. He may have known that this is what you need, that these are the things that you need to do, to change, to start doing, to stop doing. So won't you just take a moment to consider that that might be the case? Because one of the main reasons that I started this whole Married to Addiction movement It's because I didn't want other women to have to figure things out the hard way like I did. I didn't want them to have to lose things like I did. And I mean, I almost lost everything. My husband almost died. Our marriage, you know, barely survived, it seems sometimes. Like it wasn't going to survive, you know. I mean, my children went through stuff. Like it it was harder than it had to be. And it will always be hard. I don't mean to to make it sound like you can just sail through this, you know, without any sort of difficulty because that's not true. But there's a much harder way to do this and there's a e- much easier way to do this. And that's what I'm trying to share with you. So regardless of how long it takes you to get to your 
what I call awakening, my words will still be here for you to come back and listen to. These podcast episodes, you know, from the very first one up until now, will still be here for you. So if you do things like I did them, you probably hear these things. You probably think that that's not applicable in my situation. That won't work for me. This is ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. All the things that I talked about at the very beginning. And you you may be thinking those things now, but if you kind of keep going down that road and disregarding, you know, different ways of doing things because it just isn't sitting right with you right now. I want you to know that they'll still be here for you to come back to. And I want you to pray about it in the meantime. And if you're a Christian woman, which I assume you are because you're here, this is a faith-based podcast for Wives of Alcoholics, I want you to pay attention to whether or not you're getting that little God nudge. You know how that feels. How is it? How are you feeling when you're hearing these concepts and ideas and things that I'm talking about? Is the is the wanting to dismiss it just strictly coming from your head, or is it coming from your heart? What's your heart saying? What's what's God saying to you? What's He trying to to tell you through this? Lean into that and see if you don't maybe come away with a little bit different perspective on some of these things. So regardless of how long it takes you to get here, I will be here for you to come back to. And I'm sending you so much love in the meantime. As always, thanks so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Hey friend, if after hearing today's episode, you've decided that you may be ready to move into some of the changes that you've heard me talk about here on the podcast, I would actually love to invite you into my Secret Sister Circle. That is a membership that I created to take the exhausted wife of an alcoholic from wishing things would change to actually being able to find some happiness again, to take you from hurting to getting some help and just feeling supported and actually having some direction around what do you do? Like which, which way do you turn? What will help? What won't help? And exactly how do you implement those things into your life? We work on all of that in the Secret Sister Circle, and you can get coaching, group coaching on so many different topics that affect wives of alcoholics, like setting healthy boundaries, learning how to properly detach with love, which I'm sure you've heard of, overcoming codependency, dealing with toxic behavior, family dynamics, especially especially if there's children in your home, um, overcoming worry, stress, anxiety, learning how to give some of this over to God, just so many different things. We work on all of that in the Secret Sister Circle. Your membership includes uh, all of that coaching that I just talked about, plus a monthly war room, which is prayer plus Q&A. You also get a Secret Sisters toolbox, which equips you with tons of tools that you can quickly employ during some of those heated in-the-moment struggles. And then you also get a community where you can chat with other sisters who are in the same situation that you are. So I would love for you to just even consider joining us. Head on over to my website and check out uh, the tab that says Secret Sister Circles. So you go to MarriedToAddiction.com. You click on the Get Help dropdown, and then you will see Secret Sisters membership right there. And you can explore a lot more about the membership. But I would absolutely love to have you join me if this is something that's resonating with you. I really think that it could help.